from Droplet, this is Droplet Who. A new podcast about Doctor Who. We're going to be talking about everything from an unearthly child to the timeless children, and we'll also talk about the good bits in between. For this show, I'm not doing it alone. I am joined by a new host to the Droplet Network, and that is Matt Clancy. Say hello, Clancy. Yo. How are you doing? All right. <laughs> Welcome to the show. Thank you for having me. Ah, oh, I couldn't do it with anyone else. You're the only person I know that could talk about Doctor Who as much as I'd like to. So, uh, <laughs> <laughs> you're welcome. Um, is this your first time you've ever done a podcast, or, or what's Probably. Popping? If I have done it, Probably. it would be the stupid scenario where I was forced to do it for school or some garbage like that. Oh, like, uh... <laughs> record your, like, record hey, your interesting thing on buses today. It's like, no, it's not interesting. I... Buses aren't interesting. Buses have never been interesting. No. no, there's nothing interesting about getting on a bus. At all. Like, it just it's just a stressful experience for everyone involved, except for the creepy person who comes and talks to you. Yep. And it might even be stressful for them. We don't know. We don't know what they're thinking about. Probably more interesting things than me. <laughs> well, they're probably not thinking about Doctor Who, that's for sure. So we've got an imaginative title. The network's called Droplet. The show's called Droplet Who. Uh, the co-founder of the network, Lex, came up with that, um, and I was like, you know what, I'm not going to argue with this, I can't think of a better title, and it's so bad, but also just works, so we're dealing with it. Um, so yeah, today we're going to be talking about the latest episode of Doctor Who that aired about two weeks ago now? Yeah. I think it was two weeks ago tomorrow? Yeah. The Timeless Children, the series finale of series 12 of the new series. Now, it is pretty controversial. Um, and there were sort of theories people were making in the run-up to to this, and one of the theories which came true, everyone's sort of like, let's hope that's not the the theory that that's correct, and it and it was. So it's just the fact it, that all of the of... theories that they came up with were better than yeah the, that better theory. And it's do you wanna awesome. do you wanna run through sort of uh, in your words what happened in this in this finale and. Uh, what you think of it? Uh, okay. So, they started on that random planet with the giant portal that happened to go to Gallifrey with the master mm-hmm. coming through and... Wasn't that random planet just like a rip-off of Luke's Island in uh, Star Wars? I didn't even think about that. But probably. Did you not get that vibe? No. Like, the whole episode was, I was like, this is kind of Star Wars-like, and then you meet the old dude on like a a rock in the ocean and it's just like hang on this is kind of weird yeah i mean that it like there were so many questionable things about the, the events on that island that i'm just like not even paying still not attention. clear who that like, dude was honestly i was watching it like when i was watching it i thought when they like actually did the timeless child thing i was like throughout the entire episode because they obviously in the previous episode they had the like the weird Irish, like, fam- like family time in, like, what? The 19-whatevers? And it was like, what's this going to be? And it was, I like, it was pretty obvious that it was going to be something along the lines of, this is a Time Lord thing. But, like, because I obviously, I hadn't seen the previous episode at the time, so I knew that Gallifrey showed up at the end, and I knew that the Master was there. So, like, to me, that was, like, 
fairly obviously what it was going to be. But, like, whilst you're watching, you're just thinking, surely this planet isn't just, like, Earth, and they're just, like, somewhere in Ireland. To me, I, well, my my theory of who the, the, the kid was, originally, when he first started popping up, I, I assumed he would end up becoming the, um, the Cyberman, the, uh... What, what what phrase do they use to describe the lone, lone side man? The, the, I also that was also yeah. one that I was that was also a theory I was content with. Like that would have made sense, and then it and then it became evident that oh this dude's a time lord because he had what looked like a chameleon arch, and they were like saving yeah. their 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 being into that clock. Um, I was kind of disappointed that it was just a sort of weird repressed memory that the doctor had had, and it had been like. I mean, uh, that, I don't know. there's it's so many weird, problems but... with that thing that I'm just like, <laughs> I'm just kind of <laughs> noped out <laughs> entirely. <laughs> um, so basically, the, the we've been building up to this whole idea of a of a timeless child that's all been foreshadowed back in series eleven, and it didn't get mentioned again until early on in series twelve, I believe, and it was sort of we're having the occasional like glimpse of a kid and like we obviously met the the fugitive doctor earlier on in the series in the fugitive of the jadoon which is what what started making people worry that there were maybe previous doctors to the first doctor which would obviously tear up a lot of the history and canon of the show so that's why people were kind of scared about that i think um but yeah it did turn out that the that this this dude living in Ireland was just the doctor's memories of her life as as the timeless child before they they wiped her memory prior to the first doctor and um yeah it's just it's just kind of strange because not only I'll talk about what my basically overall I'm not over offended by the idea of more doctors before the first doctor but what the bit that sort of I'm not over keen on, and I've seen other people raise this, is that the Timeless Child, so the Doctor, is actually the first Time Lord, and what started... This is 100% my problem as well, is the fact that they couldn't have just taken... Like, I don't get what this trope is. Like, I thought we were kind of, like, getting to the end of this thing, like, with the stupid, like, chosen one bullshit, where we were just, like, we take this this character that we've got, who's like kind of been built up as like not re they like an important character based off their deeds rather than like doing like just being there. So like they build up the Doctor for what fifty six? How many years? Uh, fifty six, I believe. What year is it? Twenty twenty. Fifty seven at the end of this year. That many years, and you just you're just looking at like it's not built up to be like they're not built up to be a, a main like sort of like god of the race then they just drop that in there like i just don't get the idea i saw a theory i saw an argument on twitter that said it would be a lot more satisfying if the master had turned out to become yeah. be the timeless child that would have been i think that would have been amazing i think that would have been great and that like, wouldn't have broken and... the canon horrendously based off the fact that, like, Delgado is already assumed to be the 13th master. It's, um... Yeah, no, I think that would have added uh, a very cool, eerie backstory to Gallifrey. 
that wouldn't have destroyed the cannon in any way. It would have justified why the master decided to kill them all, because I'm still not entirely clear on that. Um, other than he's crazy. But I think that would have just added infinite new possibilities to the master as a character. Um, speaking of the master, what do you think of the current incarnation of the master? Are you a fan or not? I really like that master when he is not on screen with the Doctor. Interesting. Okay, fair when enough. He's on, when he's off screen, like when he wasn't in Spyfall, when he wasn't announced as the master, I already knew that he was master because mm. once again, I didn't watch it in time because whatever had happened. Yeah, me too. So too, I or- too, many, too much work, right? Uh, yeah, it was something like that. I was already like, I'd already like knew, so I could see it. But like his acting in that episode is really good, up until the point for me when he reveals himself and suddenly just becomes this massive caricature. Then he goes off screen and he's hanging out with uh, Lenny Henry, and that's a good scene. And then when he's back on the Doctor, he's doing that weird caricature thing. He just stands there and laughs in her face, and he's just not actually doing anything. It's almost it's almost a little bit cringe as to yeah. like he's not doing well, his own thing, he's just trying it's peop- he's just trying to I've seen people pointing out online that it's like him trying to do like it's them because tr- obviously as as it's becoming very clear, Chibnall can't really write without using other source material. So he's clearly based this master off halfway between John Sim being with the like crazy fanatic and the like sort of over-the-top villain of, like, classic Who. But you end up getting this weird mesh where classic Well, Who... in theory, I like that. In theory, I really in like that, should... but I don't think it's working In theory, very well. it would work if the fact... Because when you watch classic Who, classic Who is not the same as new Who. Like, there's, it's not, like, no. really a debate. Like, the entire tone of the show is different. It's like... When you... I'm seeing more of the classic vibes in series twelve, though, sort of undertones. Yeah, but it, were... it doesn't do it well. <laughs> no, no, but you can maybe it's it's bad that I'm noticing it. That's probably a bad sign yeah. because it's standing out, sticking out like a sore thumb. Because it's meant to be fun. Like classic, who was fun. Like it had threat, but it wasn't really threatening. Bearing in mind, like mm. when Adric died, it came out of absolutely nowhere. Like pretty much. <laughs> Rip Adric. Like, other than like, I mean, I've just, I fit, I just had Susan leave on what I'm watching through in Class Coup, and up until this point, the first Doctor's done a couple of dodgy things, but it's been like, there's still like, it's very light, like sort of drama in that sense. It's fun. Like, the do- the Doctor. I don't know if you've seen the Aztecs, but there's there is I just one of the weirdest moments in it where like something happens to the Doctor and he just turns to face the camera and you know like the classic Who endings where it's always like it zooms in on someone's face <laughs> and it's yeah. like it just looks awful but it's like great and it's like the signal the signal like thing that like brings out classic Who to me. It, do- it does that kind of thing, but with the Doc's face. And it was the first one that I've, like, properly seen. It just made me laugh so much. It's not even the end of the episode. It just made me laugh so much. But, like, <laughs> applying that sort of stuff to New Who... Because you, you can't really apply that logic. It's kind of like... Star- the new Star Trek's got the same problem. Where they're trying to apply something that was, like... 
fun. It's it's drama. Like people like in like not obviously from the perspective of the characters in the show, it's not fun because there's lots of people dying all the place. But like, it's there's it's more light-hearted. Whether you look at these two shows in their new forms, they're very like serious. Like you look look at like even ignoring the like the more modern ones. Like you go back to Eccleston and Tennant. It was like straight up the series two finale was straight up like thousands of people died in like five minutes. <laughs> Are we talking about as in New Who series? Yeah, two? yeah. Oh, yeah, I don't yeah, remember which one, which way round. It's is it season or series? I never remember which one it is. Yeah, it's series if it's new, season if it's classic. Okay, for whatever reason. I gotta remember that now. <laughs> <laughs> yep. But yeah, like oh wow, it's just it's trying to apply things that don't work in a serious format like if you're working in a serious format you need to have serious characters you can't have you can't really have caricatures it's like writing no that that's that's the problem this master i think i re- i do overall really like and i would have liked it even more if it was kept a surprise for me um but it, he's not his own master yet like john yeah. sim came in did his own thing uh, michelle gomez did her own thing this is this is no this, this is I like the theory I don't think the execution is right and I'd rather see in series thirteen when I'm sure this master will pop up again or maybe in fourteen or who knows um I would like to see him completely rewritten as his own character I mean I'd like to see that for most of the characters though like like I really like the thirteenth Doctor but like yeah me too she's very much halfway written between tenant and smith yeah for sure and she's definitely based on those two and there's not like there's fine with basing them off people like capaldi's doctor definitely had like a basis in john pertwee but like there's a difference between basing it off someone and just like blatantly copying lines like her acting is fine it's just the writing is bad hmm <laughs> Like you look at well, like the, the the actual ending of the timeless children was just straight up like ripped from uh, uh, Russell T Davis's era where like the end of the series had to have like three watts. Did you notice that? In what sense? Oh, oh, the oh yes, of course, the the Jadoon the, at the end when she got captured. She like she did one yeah. watt. She did when she, she got did teleported. The, the tenant thing. Yeah, yeah. I was just think, sitting there thinking. Can you not write your own lines? Like, seriously? I was kind of like, I didn't. I really don't know how I felt about that because I was like, oh, well, I know what's going on. They're doing this again, but it it was only a tradition for like three years, ten years ago. <laughs> so, and it also wasn't know, like, really then... a tradition. It was just like a. It was a thing that one writer did with one character, and that was fine. Like it was good, like back then, because it's. I think. The whole point of this show is that you're meant to define the different doctors. Like, each one of them is meant to be very different. But they're all the same person. So having them, like, having them... It's fine having them repeat certain things, but it's just, like... It feels lazy to me having them repeat something like that. Mm -hmm. Because it's not really a personality trait you're copying across. It's just you're copying lines to try and get people to watch. Yeah, it's it's fa- it's fan service almost, but in like a, a non-essential way. 
Like, if they're going to do fan f- service, at least make it fun. Like, I don't really care what the Doctor says at the end of the the episode leading on to the New Year special. But also, most of the people... Like, generally, the fan service is for who? Because most of the people that watch that aren't watching it anymore. Like... True. Mo- <laughs> the vir- Tenant fanboys are gone. all the Tenant fans and, um, like, all that stop watching with Capaldi. So where are they, like... What audience do they... Well, I know so many that, that didn't even bother with Matt Smith, like, which is such a shame because his era was awesome. You, like, I I had to, like, seriously convince my girlfriend to sit down and what Like, she didn't actually finish Matt Smith. She got up to... Where did she get up to? Probably, About... like, when Clara came in. No, she was... She stopped before that. It was before Series 7. I reckon it was I think my bit, just before my big, the wedding of River Song or something. Oh wow! Which you know yeah, was, I mean, wasn't a great episode. So no, I, I found I found it satisfying how it closed series six, but the actual episode was a bit rubbish. But my big my biggest like my thing with Matt Smith's era, which I think is such a shame. Obviously, it's very much divided into the Amy and Rory era and the Clara era. But I. And that's fine. Companions come and go, and they change, and that's that is a good way of defining an era within a Doctor's time. But also, I did not like how they redid the TARDIS and they redid his outfit. Um, I just and I got why apparently it was because he was like all moody after losing Amy and Rory. But I I don't know. It just felt like there was nothing wrong with the Eleventh Doctor's first TARDIS or outfit. And I feel like him as a character is kind of like he has these two eras that sort of keep the character from being perfect and i appreciate things like the fourth doctor got like very different different outfits during their time but that was a much broader time um it's and all the doctors have subtle variations to what's going on um but the matt smith had two very distinct eras in such a short amount of time which i don't know why but for some reason it does bother me um but yeah see the thing is that's my it would bother me more and this is the controversial opinion that you're going to hear, a super controversial opinion that you're going to hear for today. I much prefer the second half. <laughs> I much prefer R- the, really? the the new outfit and the new uh, TARDIS. I really dislike the original one, and I really dislike the original oh, really? TARDIS. Interesting. And I really, really, really dislike Amy. I'm fine with really? Rory. Interesting. I just, re- I really, really dislike the fact that the show, like. Obviously, the companions, like, take up a big proportion of the show. But always when I'm watching hmm. it, I just always feel that Amy takes up too much. Like, she always takes up too much of the time. Well, I know and lots I don't of people had really that, that like argument with Clara. Yeah, that's I true. Lots but... <laughs> I don't know. Like, I was more content with Clara. Like, obviously, I think the, like, fact that there's, like, 13 million Claras is a bit... was a bit of a weird choice. <laughs> That was a strange, strange direction to go down. And, yeah, like, series eight was, you know, kind of weird with that story as well. But, like, overall, I was a lot more content with Clara's story, which is a bit weird considering I'm not a huge fan of, like, all all the main plot points. But, like, I actually liked her as a character. Whether I did, I don't. I didn't. I don't dislike Clara at all. <laughs> like I, I find, I think she was a good companion. Um, she stuck around for a long time as well. Yeah, and she's also 
destined apparently she's part of a friendship that's destined to destroy Gallifrey. Mm, the hybrid. The, uh, that was that was a terrible plot line. I'm like I genuinely keep that away. <laughs> that was another good theory on the timeless children was that he was going to stick in the hybrid and finally explain that plot line. Nope. That would be nice. Nope. <laughs> of course not. That'd be real nice if we could just get some closure on that. I fucking despair. I I just I was I was just so angry. Like when I when I watched, when they did the reveal of the time of the like who the timeless child was, I was just like, no. <laughs> I actually I straight I up I remember I couldn't turning... not see it coming. Like I just knew it was gonna happen. I knew it was gonna happen. Like it was really obvious that it was gonna happen. But like I was just like you know when you it's something things so stupid's gonna happen that you just kind of deny it i was just sitting there i was like it's obviously going to happen and i was just like i if he does this i think i i think i'm actually checking out <laughs> like you're checking out I, i'm like stri- oh. i'm straight up kind of on the borderline decision like i obviously i'm gonna watch it because you know i i like i'd be very surprised if he manages to actually get me to stop watching it but like currently i'm kind of in the phase of denying I'm denying the existence of this as canon and I also am constantly saying I'm not going to watch the Christmas episode which I obviously am or whatever it is New Year's episode I don't even know I fully expect them to sort of ignore it I don't know why I feel like they'll go into the Christmas special all jolly and do whatever they do and then I feel like in series 13 they're it's going to take a while for anyone to mention the fact, oh, by the way, are we going to do anything about the fact that you are from a different dimension and you somehow accidentally started like a, an ancient civilization who were like a massive authority in time and space and uh, they're now dead because some dude decided he didn't like that. Um, yeah, I think it's... I think they'll just ignore it. I think they'll just ignore it until it gets retconned. <laughs> it was kind of like after the 50th and Gallifrey was... Potentially, wow! Can you, can you, even begin to remember what it was like when we were under the assumption Gallifrey was gone? Like that feels so long ago now. Oh, uh, it doesn't feel that long ago for me though, because like it's kind of like it's one of those distinct memories like that you have, like distinctly remembering when the like ghosts turn into Cybermen. I think I was on holiday for that. Like, we were in France or something. Oh, that was quite cool. Like, that was, like, a, like, a cool moment. Like, it's such a definitive part of our childhood because, obviously, we were that age when those things came around. But, like, it, it still very much, to me, was kind of gone. But, like, I liked the fact that it was back. But my point, my point going forward is, like, after the 50th, they didn't immediately start talking about, hey, let's go find Gallifrey. Well, I guess they kind of did in, in the time of the Doctor. Um... But it sort of laid low for a bit, and Missy would be like, oh, I found it. Um, and then it didn't really become a thing until the end of Series 9. That's kind of what I expect this to be like. It will sort of be ignored, maybe referenced here and there. And then maybe the finale in a couple of seasons' time, they'll they'll go into more detail. Or they'll just conveniently forget about it all. They'll just conveniently forget about it until the 60th or 75th anniversary, when they come back and have to save the Master and the worst designed Cybermen I think I've ever seen in my life from certain doom did you not like the Cybermen no I really liked the Cybermen that they brought out 
at the beginning of the episodes, like the like properly armored one, and then when they had the Gallifrey side men. Oh, the Gallifrey. They were ones, so yeah. ugly. No, the 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 new Cybermen, or what I hope are the new Cybermen, the ones that are like a perfect three-way cross between the Tenant, the Smith, and like proper old school ones. Yeah, the ones. Davidson sort of like. Yeah, yeah, I love they those. Were, those I, look I so good. I think they're good. amazing. They're like by they're the far best the best design I've seen. Cybermen. Yeah, they are awesome. They are so good. They nailed it. Because um, they're a perfect cross between the existing two new Who ones, and also I'm still unclear as to why we had both like the parallel world Cybermen and the 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 our universe Cybermen, which were like the Matt Smith ones in the same episode again. But did they have the whatever. Matt Smith ones in uh, there? They had the Matt Smith, Peter Capaldi ones. Um, they had the David Tennant ones. Um, it's a good question. I think it was when it was when they were at the start of the Timeless Children. When they were like starting that defense on Luke Skywalker's island, and uh, they they sort of turned up and they were being led by the lone Cyberman. There were some some of the uh, the Stephen Moffat Cybermen. Oh, I must have missed that. Yeah, there were a few of them. And then they had the Russell T Davis Cybermen as well for some reason, and they haven't been around for a while. So it was kind of weird. It was like the the lone Cyberman was leading the old designs, and I guess they were doing that so they could have the reveal of the new designs. And I I understand that the Cyberman backstory is very very strange in that way like there are loads of different sources of cybermen shall we say yeah i really so like I guess that it kind of works i think that i like that, that a lot that it's probably, not like the daleks it's like obviously my favorite my favorite episode is not that episode but like i think crediting up writing ways to moffat like his most lasting impactful thing that he he did was somehow making this, in theory, ridiculously convoluted, uh, like, backstory for one of the main villains in the entire show into one of the better writing pieces. And, like, because, like, the, the concept that the Cybermen exist everywhere and always come out as the same thing actually does, in my mind, weirdly make sense, just because, like, a machine intelligence would optimise... So optimizing to the same, like, design would sort of make sense. But it's, like, not exactly without, like, differences. Like, that I quite like... So, like, when you're watching... uh, Which way around is it? The World... World Enough and Time. Or wh- what a title. Whichever way around What's it is. Title? I never remember which way around it is. I watched it recently. I, I don't know. But, like, you're watching that, and the Mondasian Cybermen in that have a different have the weapon at the top of their heads rather than on the box that they had in the 10th planet and it's like minor things like that which don't somehow go against the canon that they're different because technically they're completely separate designs that come to the same conclusion but because they have like bill wasn't optimized as of such yet they were still in that phase, and I quite like that. Man, I'm just thinking about those episodes now. I love the Twelfth Doctor's exit. I, I wasn't think it's such great. a fan of Twice Upon a Time, but... I liked it. I did. It was a bit stupid at points. Um, but I, I really... Like, I just can't shake the feeling that if Twelve had done one more series and had the same exit and the same regeneration speech... I would have been dying. 
like if he had just done one more year and it would be like oh I really wish he did I just feel like he was a bit hard done by the music weirdly like oh, yeah. and I feel I feel it for Murray Gold as well because I know that he's going out like they were going out with all the best songs that they ever did but they just kind of went out they didn't have any new music in it as such like no. it, like the the 13th doctor's first theme is his first moment is to the rose theme isn't it or is it the doctor yeah theme? it is and you're just watching <laughs> no, it, it's, just it's, thinking, i think ooh, it might be the ni- yeah and I'm, I'm never clear i call it the rose theme in my head but it, it might be the ninth doctor's theme i don't remember which one it is but like regardless it's someone else's theme and like don't... but it's also like their the first bit of music they did so yeah I guess they wanted to end with it as well. It's a, it's a shame to me because I really did like Murray Gold is a really really good like composer and like stuff like that. His music is really good, but I just feel like he kind of got. I feel like it was he kind of got let down with that because like I can't imagine he would have wanted to like come with, up with the same stuff. Like there was a trailer for Twice Upon Time that came out. It wasn't a trailer, it was like a clip from the episode, like when they first enter the 12th Doctor's TARDIS. And it was them walking in and they had like this big pompous background music that kind of went on for a long time. And in the actual episode, they cut out half of it. And I was just thinking, why? Because now it's just this quiet thing. So like whilst the like captain's walking around in the background, like going, what's this? Whilst holding up a VCR or whatever it was. Um... It's just kind of silent and it didn't work as well. Mm. And to me, that kind of like killed the episode a little bit, along with the kind of not great villain. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, true. But like um... that, I mean, it's it's not a bad episode per se. It's just not a great one, which is a shame because like Capaldi had, except like excluding a couple of, well most of series 8 <laughs> let's be honest <laughs> he doesn't really uh, have eight, eight. bad episodes eight. yeah it's, it's Peter Capaldi's era is very underrated severely underrated it always he shocks is a very good doctor no it's it's very very good um, yeah it's I sometimes feel like when you're in an era you complain about what's wrong and what is good and, you know. But when you look back as an era, you can really then make the decision. And, and Series 8 to 10 were, were really good in their own way. I didn't really complain that much. I actually probably complain more now than I did back then about, about Series, series 11 8. Series was but... trash. <laughs> series 11 was actual trash and I would struggle to ever watch it again. Um and I remember what good episodes uh, no, there were in series eight. Don't, there weren't. There Rosa weren't. was okay. I mean, okay. the first one, the woman. Oh, Rosa was really sorry. Rosa was really yeah. good. Um, and the woman who fell to earth was a good. Oh, I didn't like that episode. <laughs> I really didn't like that episode. I, I I thought it was a good as a first introduction Doctor episode. I thought it was fine, but I wouldn't bother really watching it again. The teeth creature thing was weird. Yeah, I don't get why on earth they decided to not only make it a tooth creature. But give him a stupid name that then they're going to nickname him to Tim Shaw. Tim Shaw. <laughs> kind of set up the era, didn't you, it? You just kind of think, like, in a, when you're writing this, 
like it's a first script that you're sending through, so it probably has to get greenlighted. And someone actually greenlighted calling the the main villain of the series Tim Shaw. Tim Shaw, the new Doctor that people will be tuning in to see. Yeah. The first female Doctor as well. So the viewing figures are going to be up, and they decide to call the main villain Tim Shaw. And then we're surprised when the viewing figures plummeted. <laughs> Well, Series 12 had the lowest viewing figures of the revived series, yeah, but and I blame like, that on Series 11. You actually can't, like, judge those numbers, because the BBC doesn't seem to understand the concept of people watching things, like, afterwards. So, like, yeah. the, the BBC's viewing statistics don't actually, from, my, no, from what, my knowledge of what I read about them, I don't know if they changed this, like, as of this year, but they don't actually account for, like, people streaming stuff and stuff like that which is no it's really it's stupid the, i think it's the over overnight showing but no one watches things it's... virtually no one watches things at the time anymore like doctor who was like the one thing up until this year that i would always watch on time yep and now i just can't because of work like yeah. it's so there you go my view doesn't my viewing figure doesn't account i'm just looking on wikipedia and see which of every doctor who series has been the highest viewed It'll and it's actually five uh, series no in terms of ever in new who and classic and it's season 17 which one's that uh it's the fourth doctor i believe yeah and it's the one with destiny the daleks and city of death city of death's a good um, episode the, yeah weird episode i didn't uh, really understand anything that was happening in it but <laughs> Um, what else we got? Oh, of the new new series, the highest is series four. I guess they would have gone a lot. So, they would have gone a lot of traction when all of the companions randomly appeared. For sure, and uh, Rose was coming back, and that meant everything. Mm. <laughs> that one, yeah. I, that one is an unfortunate thing where I look back and I'm just like, I used to like Rose a lot more. <laughs> I used to like Rose a lot more. It's it's now quite painful watching Rose like realizing that in like she she's essentially like cheating on her boyfriend for like half of series one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she is. Like it's really, it's really bad. bad. <laughs> it's really bad. She's she's cheating on her boyfriend with like some some creepy alien. Yep. And a guy who sticks uh, gets his head head like opened at one point doesn't he she's like oh, flirting yeah, with adam mitchell. for like a ton of time adam mitchell that was a weird one. wait till he comes back in the next series oh i swear to god <laughs> if he does we're gonna have to play we're gonna have to play the spoiler horn in, in when i edit this <laughs> this contains tortured spoilers from 10 years ago cover your ears <laughs> <laughs> So also like bring Captain Jack back. That was fantastic, but why? Yeah, I don't. I'm sure he must be in the series finale. Like, Are they the, not the, the series Christmas finale? Special? The Christmas episode or whatever it is. I'd hope so. <laughs> or at some point in the future. Like I feel like it's just a bit weird to bring him in just for that. Um, I, I really don't know what to think of it because like that was awesome, but so underused <laughs> I mean that could be said for most of the Chibnall era <laughs> I mean maybe it's just like a 
getting him back into people's memory so that they can revive Torchwood, please? Yes, no, maybe, yes, please? It depends what, which episodes they revive. <laughs> yeah, I mean... I, I, I'll take a lot of that. The, like... I, I liked Children of Earth. I liked, obviously, 1 and 2. Um, the rest, Miracle Day. Miracle Day was okay. Was right. I didn't really have a problem with Miracle, Miracle Day. There were just, like, episodes in the first series that were just really... The first two series really were really meh. I should... Like, there were really I good episodes. Re- and there were, like, there were some really stunningly creepy episodes. I should really watch it again. Yeah, I should as well. I, I don't think I've watched... I don't think I've watched some of those since they originally aired. I didn't watch them when they originally aired. I would have watched I would have watched it all right before Miracle Day came out. Really? Um are they on iPlayer? They Let's are now. It. Awesome. I don't think they're on the Brickbox um, though, so They're not. But it's like New Who isn't on Brickbox. Don't waste money on that. Yeah, if you want to watch Torchwood on New Who, don't get Brickbox. If you want to watch Classic Who, do it. I love how you got. Well, Brit if Box. you want to watch Classic Who, like, it's also questionable whether you should get it because Britbox doesn't really work very well. It, it, it's like the most half-assed thing. I just love how you go on and it's it's right at the top. It's like Doctor Who. I like how it's sectioned, and I like I like the the fact whoever did the art for it, like you know, like when you, all the different doctors. Yeah, they're great. Whoever did that, those like art pieces is really good. Like, have you seen the full set of them? Because they did them for the New Who ones as well. Uh, no, do you have a link? I'll see if I can find it. It's really good. Because I, I re- as soon as I opened the app, I was just like, oh, this is cool. Like, the artwork. Man, I can't believe they only did two seasons of Torchwood. They could have done so much more. Yeah, but then they... Like, they, two they original killed, seasons. They literally killed off one character twice. And then... And then killed everyone and else And then off. randomly killed off... <laughs> The other character that re- really didn't do very much. Still not sure why they did that. I mean, like, they're really, like, they're not very impactful deaths. Like, Owen's just kind of sitting there and reacting, just kind of like, yeah, I knew this was coming. And he's he's just sad because Tosh is dying, and Tosh is just crying her eyes out, because, like, Tosh actually does care about dying. So come come Children of Earth, Yanto was going to just have to die. Yeah, but Yanto's death was done well, is the difference. <laughs> like, Yanto's death is really, really sad. Contains torture spoilers from ten years yeah, ago. Yeah, I know. Like, Cover your ears. If you, have, <laughs> if, you have, if you amongst, like, the, like, 5% of the uh, population that actually watched Torchwood, you can listen to this, but no one else. <laughs> So do you think Jodie Whittaker's going to stay on for four series or just do one more? No. No, you think this next one will be her last? I Like, honestly, she will go when Chibnall goes. I think Chibnall is just far too unpopular. Yeah. Cause, like, I mean, I miss they, Moffat so much. He's, he's, now, he's now getting accused of, like, doing the, like, the, like, director thing that they did back in... Um, the 80s back with uh, Colin Baker and stuff where they just, where the BBC was just decided to kill the show. Chibnall the mad lad. Which in all fairness, given how badly he writes, it's probably true. <laughs> I wish Moffat would come back. I, I wasn't a massive Moffat fan at the time but oh how I was wrong. Yeah like I felt like there was a lot of stuff where I was just like 
I think that's that's another thing where it was just like in uh, Matt Smith's era, he wasn't like because Moffat's skill is that he like writes ridiculously high concept episodes that either work or don't work at all. Like, so he's like. Like, you get episodes like Heaven Sent and stuff like that, which are great. And then you get episodes like Sleep No More and... I don't know. Was Sleep No More the one where they were, like, sleep creatures? Yeah, that was a weird episode. The ones I always really liked... Um, was it Before the Flood and Under the... Those Lake? are good episodes. People don't like those episodes. I don't get that. Nah, they're wrong. <laughs> they're just wrong because they found... They they were quite near the start of Series 9 and after Series 8, which I remember thinking wasn't great... Um, series nine. I was like, "Oh, these are good." Series nine's gonna be good. <laughs> uh, yeah. I mean, series nine wasn't a disaster until they like until Moffat bigged up having like a theory as to why Peter Capaldi's been in Doctor Who twice, and then they're just like, "Oh, it's to remind me to be good." Yeah. Like, okay, cool, 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 cool. <laughs> nice. I'm just gonna choose to ignore that one. You know, like that. Like, I it was it was interesting enough, but I just. I'm not sure I'm a huge fan of the fact that the Doctor can pick their look as such. Yeah, I mean, subconsciously picking their look, I guess. It's a bit weird to me, I'm not going to lie. But then that never... Sta- like, okay, so if the theory is the Doctor subconsciously picked the his that face to remind him to save people. Okay, so who's Jodie Whittaker? Like, who is she? Like, or who from his... Are all their faces from... It, from their travels it's, 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 it's a just... reminder for herself to remember that be herself space also has a north space also has a north whatever it is oh wow whatever I it was this. that uh excellent lots of places have a north that's what it is so if you're from another planet how come you sound like you're from the north lots of planets have a north that's a good line yeah eccleston was full of good lines in his in his series i really love this artwork it's really good. It's it, like there's a bit there's a better version of it somewhere, but like you know, given how long it took me to find do it. You, do you remember how much drama there was when like Stephen Moffat decided to add the War Doctor in between eight and nine, and then Chibnall comes along and is like, nah, nah, Peter Cushing's canon now. Fuck oh my it. god, is Peter Cushing uh, canon? Yeah, apparently he's in the um when she like decides to overload the Matrix. Hold on, how can Peter Cushing be canon? Apparently he's in there in the Doctor's vision. Yeah, but I am. Peter Cushing's film is the one where it's the remake he's of a human. the second serial. Done badly. There's loads of doctors, you know. Anyone's a doctor. Fancy you could be a doctor. You just don't remember it. Oh my god, this this is sounding more and more like the discussion that I had after watching the Rise of Skywalker. <laughs> <laughs> Let's not do that right now. <laughs> If you want to do that, you can come on our other podcast because we we've been delaying our Rise of Skywalker special for what three months now, yeah. <laughs> and we we and we're like, oh, we'll do it when it comes out on home video, and it's now like on iTunes. God, I'm like, never bu- uh, I'm never buying that on home video. We'll do, we'll, we'll do that. We'll do that at some point. I I I've got my collection <laughs> of Star Wars DVDs right here, and it ends right at the point when the canon stopped happening, which is The Force Awakens. I see. I still enjoy Force Awakens. It's Force Awakens film, is a good film. That. Like that's the thing. It's such a shame that the Force Awakens isn't canon because, like, we all know that the in the expanded universe, the Yuuzhan Vong appears, 
and that's like that's the canon. So it's such a shame that the Force Awakens, the Last Jedi, and the Rise of Skywalker just aren't canon. Well, let's not let's not talk about Sky, uh, Star Wars right now because like I'm pretty sure not necessarily any all our listeners who are Doctor Who fans are going to like Star Wars. But we could get you on the swim sometime for our Rise of Skywalker special. We could have a massive droplet tro- crossover episode. Um, so yeah, let's 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 get back on track. So yep. <laughs> over overall, I like this is what podcasts are about. At least our podcasts, because we just sort of start something and then we'll see where it takes us. Yep. Now, admittedly, for this show, we haven't had like a topic list, but it's the first one, so we're seeing how it goes. We're just vibing. Um, so yeah, I I like the possibilities of future plots that the timeless child brings up, but also it's kind of just so many questions, so many fears of them just pretending like it never happened, and yeah, it's it's an interesting one, and also like on the assumption that the first incarnation was a black female. I mean, wasn't the first incarnation like a kid? Well, yeah, there's a black kid <laughs> and a black girl, but like yeah, that it's... was another problem I had with this. Why do time lords, as children, regenerate into slightly older children? Yeah, it's it's odd, isn't it? I mean, like, I guess it's kind of cool because it. Uh, the thing I like about it, I think, at the point I'm trying to make is, I've been totally down with the thirteenth Doctor being a woman for pretty much the entire time, and then when we actually finally saw her, I'm like, yeah, she's really good. Um, But the thing that always stuck out like a sore thumb was when you look at, like, this artwork I'm looking at now of all the Doctors, and there's just one woman at the end. Like, it just looks kind of like, okay, so why did he have a whole regeneration cycle? And it took until their second incarnation on their second regeneration cycle to actually produce a woman, if this is such a common thing amongst Time Lords. And now if you go back and then see that the original incarnation was a woman or a female, like a little girl, it just kind of made, and if, assuming the Doctors had who knows how many incarnations prior to the first Doctor, it kind of like evens out that it would have just taken fourteen incarnations to get to a woman in in our known history. Um, so I like that because it kind of adds canon to the to the obvious like change in society that's decided now we can have a female Doctor in twenty seventeen. Um, but it now makes that sort of look make a little more sense in terms of a in terms of the story, which I like. Wait wait till you're shocked when he hires a, a child actor for the next Doctor. Oh, God. <laughs> do you, on a, a serious question, the next Doctor, do you think will be male or female? Uh, I don't know. I'm not really, sh- I'm not really sure I care, care that much. Like, as long as it's a good actor, I don't really mind. It's not so much a caring, it's more of a, an interest. And I personally hope it's another woman, just to, like... I don't want them to end up with just the 13th Doctor was a woman and that was it. Um, I would like it just to become like a thing and then maybe 15 could be a man again. Who knows? It's it's kind of cool. I think I think it's it's made it more okay among some people now. I, I'd, cool. I'd be fine if they just started, like, if instead of, like, doing... Because you know the, the standard casting call thing is you send out things for a certain, like with a certain list of attributes, if they just removed gender from that and just, like, interviewed people generally, then it'll be fine to me. It's really interesting, isn't it? Because we could end up with anyone. As long as it's not Richard Richard Iyad, which everyone seemed to you don't... love. 
for some reason to be the 13th. I- I'd love him to be 14th. Oh, God. Do you not think? Oh, he's awful. He's annoying, but that's kind of the thing. He's so unfunny. <laughs> um, but I think it's really interesting because for the first time now, when we know there's going to be a new Doctor, whenever that is in the next couple of years, um, it could literally be anyone. And that is kind of exciting. Yeah, I don't know who it's going to be, though. <laughs> I can't think... You watch, you'll be the Queen. Oh, here we go. This is how uh, Prince Andrew's going to make his comeback. <laughs> the companion. The creepy companion. So I think we've... I mean... We've covered the Timeless Children to an extent. Uh, I think we've shared opinions about it, and I think we've... We've gone on tangents, but that sort of hi- sort of highlights what kind of questions this this raises. Um, we got a long time to wait until any more new Doctor Who. I mean, we're only in March, and presumably it'll be on New Year's Day or Christmas Day, depending on how they're feeling this year. And we'll find out what the Jadun are doing in uh, what what's going on there. Because, I mean, they never really answered why the Jadun were hunting down Joe Martin's Doctor. And I guess they've come to capture I thought the thirteenth. I thought the now. implication was that um, it was meant to be the because you know there was that organization or whatever it was that the like original doc- the original doctors were part of. Like oh the um this oh my god what was it? Called? I don't remember, but like that secret organization. Regardless, I thought the whole point was they were trying to like the Time Lords were trying to get her back. Mm, that's a good point. I'm... That was how that was how I read it. Do you know what you raise a good point? And after I said, I bet this is all going to be forgotten about for a while. I really do not feel like this series is over. Like series thirteen could run directly on from this. Um, I hope this series but... is over. Oh my god! <laughs> please, I don't think I don't think I can take much more. Of no this. more. I can't take any more. A name episode of the title. I don't think I can take much more of this. Um, episode of the title, title of the well, episode. Well, you, you know oh, how they wow. they always have that one episode per series that's kind of like a weird name, like it takes you away or something like that. It it's, takes it's gonna you be away. Like, it's gonna be. I what can't take any more was that of this. Ten. <laughs> it's gonna be the. I can't even. What series was it? Takes you away. That Eleven. Eleven. <laughs> oh god. I was looking at the list earlier of like. To, uh, they ranked the like thirteenth Doctor's episodes. They ranked it takes you away at number four. <laughs> Why? It's an awful episode. Was that the one where there was the frog? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I remember that, and my friend messaged me, and I hadn't seen the episode, being like a frog, a fucking frog, and I'm like, I didn't know, I didn't have any context. He didn't say I just watched Doctor Who. I just got those messages. And I knew Doctor Who had been on like in the last hour, and I just think, no, no, they haven't. What have they done? And then I watch it, and it's a literal frog. It was so bad. Oh my god. That was that was a this is... that was that was something. I always in my head, I'm kind of like, oh, I can't wait till get till Doctor Who gets good again. We've had a rough couple of years. And every time it feels like, oh, it's getting better. But now I look back and consistently since, like, for like 10 years now, it's been bad. <laughs> but I love it. <laughs> I love it so much. I don't know why I do this to myself. I can't take any more of this. Yeah. This is why... So, 
you go back into classical. Next, that's there. what I was going to say. So, so, so next month, if we're doing this monthly, we were thinking we could talk about a classic Who episode. Now, just an idea. I was thinking we could, we could, um, we could randomize what we talk about. So we could generate like a random number to pick the season, and then a random number to pick the story. Uh, or did you have any episodes in mind you wanted to go straight for? Trial of Time Lord, let's go. <laughs> oh my gosh, <laughs> that's going to take many episodes. I've got, <laughs> I've got all four serials on DVD. I've, I've never fully watched it's it. It's great. I actually really like Trial of Time Lord. Like un, un, like sarcastically, I actually do like Trial of Time Lord. <laughs> If I watch Trial of the Time Lord to talk to you about it next month, am I going to regret the time I spent yes, watching it? Yes, you will. It? Yeah, okay. It's re- well, it's, it's a sixth it's doctor, really, so what do you expect? It's really not great. Like, yeah. I think that's another thing about the Time as Children, is that they kind of... The, the Matrix is a plot line from Trial of the Time Lord. And it's a very unpopular plot point from then. I believe. It's just weird. So, when Chibnall decided to bring it back, <laughs> you just think, why would you choose to pick up an already unpopular plot point to push through a controversial opinion? <laughs> it just doesn't make sense. Like, you, everyone, he must have known that, that was obviously going to be controversial, so, like, why would you do that? Well, he is a controversial man, isn't it? Have you seen the blazers he wears? No, I choose. I choose to believe that he doesn't exist. Let's have a. Let me have a look at Chris Chibnall's face again. Oh, Chibbers, where is he? Look at him. He's so happy. No. So happy. I'm just watching these, looking at these memes now. Oh my god, companions now, nah, friends. Yeah, boy. <laughs> That's amazing. Have you seen the? Oh, let me send you this. <laughs> this is this is this is a good meme. This might even be the chapter art. <laughs> looks like I just oh sent God, you a redirect notice. So weird. Yeah, it does look like you just sent me a redirect notice. You're correct. It's because you just sent me a redirect notice. <laughs> does it do anything? Yeah, yeah. not like. Ha! Yeah. Oh my god. That might actually be the show art for this, this section. Yep. I'm going to save that image to the desktop. Because <laughs> that is pretty much what this, this whole episode has been. <laughs> Moffat fans and RTD fans uniting to not like Chris Chibnall. You know what is really underrated Doctor Who promo art? And I'm looking at it now. The Series 10 artwork that's like Bill F- hanging out the TARDIS and... The dog's just holding her and, like, Noddle's, like, in the background, holding on and looking like an idiot. Yeah, that's good. That's, I like that artwork. I really like that art. Man, I love the Twelfth Doctor. Clancy, can we have him back, please? I well, miss. you have to go ask him for it. I miss him. He was very, very cool. He didn't mean... He, he was, <laughs> wasn't even saying he'd come back for Big Finish, finish yet. Sad. It'll be a while... But I'm sure, like we've said, like I'm sure that whenever these, well, we know when the 60th will happen. But I'm sure, well, I'd hope so. Matt Smith and Peter Capaldi will come back, and it'll be about time. By then. I mean, we'll see. 
I mean, I'm not sure if I'm going to want another, like, multi-doctor story by the time that we've had, like, 60 of them in, within five years. Oh, it's not... They need to chill out with them, you know? They really need to chill out. They they used to be, like, special. Mm. But now there's, like, multiple multi-doctor episodes of the series. Shall we, shall we start a petition? Okay, let's start a petition. No more multi-doctor stories. In Doctor Who, until Chris Chibnall leaves. I mean, I'm fine. I, you don't actually have to, like, make that as, like... <laughs> no, like, I'm I'm content with no more Doctor Who stories for, like, a couple of years. Like, at least. But if you say no more Doctor Who stories until Chris Chibnall leaves, you don't even, like, have to, like, convince me of that. I just don't want him to write anything, like, impactful. Den of Geeks series, Doctor Who series 11 review. It takes you away. Oh my god. Yeah, series 12, honestly. I, I didn't mind it at all. Series 11, on the other mm, hand, I, I... I was not such a fan of series I cry. 12. I cry remembering series 11. I need to have a look at... What episodes even were in season 12? Ser- series 12. 12, Doctor Who. I don't even remember what Spyfall was. The first Spyfall was like kind of okay. Second one was the second one was long. Not great. Ben, the Benny episode was probably one some of the worst TV I've ever watched in my life. Wait, which one? Orphan Fifty Five. Oh, the one with the old lady God. that just kept yelling, Benny. <laughs> Benny, where's my Benny? Just... Have you seen Benny? Benny. Oh, that was not a great episode. Yeah, I, that was the weakest episode of the series. Nikola Tesla's Night of Terror was... I quite like that. No. I really hate this thing where... he like I feel like he just assumes that people watching it are a lot thicker than they are. Like I remember watching that and think, Like, it may not have been the case that Nikola Tesla was taught back when he was learning stuff in school, but Nikola Tesla is, like, quite a big thing now <laughs> like Nikola Te- like it, it's quite openly taught it was quite openly taught to us that Nikola Tesla was like probably invented electricity first <laughs> like apparently Nikola Tesla is not known which is a lie because he's literally the unit of the SI unit for magnetic field strength or something so <laughs> he's clearly known <laughs> Have you ever have you ever been to Yaz and Rose fan fiction? Is that something you've been oh looking for? Oh my god, what the fuck? <laughs> oh my god. What do you do with your what do you do with your life, seriously? Like that you end up on a site like that. Finding Yaz and Rose fan fiction. <sighs> oh god. So of the current friends, I'm sorry, they're not companions anymore, they're friends. Which is your favourite? I mean, Which is your least it's favourite? Not, it's not a debate on who's the favourite, let's be honest. <laughs> what, who's your one favorite? is substantially better than the others. <laughs> yep. And who's that? It is, of course, your boy Ryan. No, it's Graham. Your boy Ryan. <laughs> it's obviously Graham. <laughs> of course it's Graham. Graham could hold it on his own. Now, I was really surprised by this, because I really didn't like... Bradley washes a pick. <laughs> yeah, I remember. I was kind of like, I was kind of like, what? But apparently he's quite good. I'm not going to complain. 
As long as it works, it works. Who's your least? Who's your least favorite? See, I was actually more okay with the companions before this series. <laughs> they're called friends, Clancy. Get it right. So they're called fam. Uh, the fam. My fam. <laughs> oh, I don't. I, I like. I don't know. Where's my fam? I'm from Huddersfield. <laughs> That's still my favorite. Like thing that happened during their press tour is the, the American like uh, Subtitle subtitles of Huddersfeld. Huddersfeld. <laughs> like, that actually became quite a like widespread meme. Yeah, well, it was a pretty horrible like spelling. Huddersfeld. Huddersfeld. <laughs> it's like it's a, it's a pretty like weird like name. Admittedly like Huddersfield. Yeah, it is. But it's not but really pronounced. Like, people from Huddersfield don't really pronounce it as Huddersfield, do they? They pronounce it as, like... I don't even know how to pronounce it, but, like, it's slightly more pronounced. So I can understand why Americans may not understand, may not be able to get it, but, like, it was so wrong. <laughs> oh, I don't know. I, like, I think... Yaz just does stupid things. I don't like Yaz. Like, don't like her at all. I get, I like, I get the the fact that apparently that her like biggest nightmare was apparently meant to be suicide fear or something. Like you know that when she was walking along the road. Oh, where she ran away. Apparently yeah. that apparently that was what that was meant to be, which I just completely went over my head. So, but apparently that's what that's meant to be. But to be frank. Jumping through a teleporter onto an alien ship and then being upset that you're not on another planet. And you just think, well, you could have died and the story would have actually progressed if you had. So what if Jazz died? The story would have been better. But I don't know. Ryan's like the thing is, I had no problems with anyone before this series, really, as such. But there are just... I feel like the, the the companions have become more caricaturish this series somehow. Like I definitely definitely like Graham less this series. Lots of planets have a Huddersfield. Oh my god, did you just find that? <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. There you go. That's that's it. the uh, podcast art or whatever it is. But yeah, like I don't know. What about you? What are your opinions on the companions? I like Graham. Ryan's all right. Yeah, it's for some reason I really don't get on with her like she she's just i'm 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 constantly in a state with these companions where i think they're doing bad acting and then i see posts online being like their acting is so good i'm just like i've never seen a post saying their acting is good (laughs) yeah i have people been like these companions act really well i'm just maybe it's maybe it's sarcasm i don't think (laughs) their acting is bad i've just never seen anyone's say that's good put it this way Jodie Whittaker is much better than the companions yeah but Jodie Whittaker is like quite a more seasoned act- actress one like yeah, bearing in mind exactly. the, the next most seasoned act- actor on the show is someone who runs has run the chase for however many years <laughs> Bradley Walsh which I know it takes a fair amount of like acting to like not laugh at like some of the answers that the people in that show give, but oh, I bet they laugh. <laughs> some of those answers, Jesus. I bet they have. I have bet they have to deal with that. But yeah, like I don't know. 
she she feels scopes above them and that's why it's like so obvious like that her writing is that bad you think so oh her writing is atrocious as in the as in the the doctor yeah the doctor's writing is really bad yeah 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 it's it's like there's no character there it's just trying to be a a 10 clone mm. oh my god the series from the christmas episode is written by the same person who did orphan 55 <laughs> Oh, and Spyfall well, Part like, Two before the before it started. Apparently, they were filming in Bristol with Daleks. So I'm yeah, guessing... yeah, well, it's called Revo- Revolution of the Daleks, isn't it? Oh yeah, it is, isn't it? I forgot all about that. Um, nice. Oh god, I have to find well, we out what hope. other episodes he did. Or is this? Have I just we... misread it? Oh, it's direct. It's that's the director. Okay, that's not as bad. Okay. That's not as bad as well. I mean, it's still di- it's still directed by the person that did Spyfall 2 and Orphan 55, which were not well directed. <laughs> oh, man. oh, that's much better. That that's brought me a, a breath of relief. Who? What, what other episodes director, has Ed Heim done? Let's find out. <laughs> Don't think I want to know. It's like when you. Oh my God! He did it. It takes you away. It takes you away. His two, Ed Heim's two episodes are It Takes You Away and Orphan 55. Okay, <laughs> so we've got Frog in the Woods and and Blue Hair Benny Lady as well. Yeah, what? Um, Why did they decide to give Jeff, Benny. Jeff Buckley... Or James Buckley... A, a, Jeff Buckley's a singer that died. What? <laughs> Shit. <laughs> Why did they just decide to give James Buckley green hair? Didn't it turn blue at the end? No. Did it? I don't know. I, I swear it changed from green to blue like midway through. Maybe not. Benny. Plot twist. Plot twist. Benny is the frog. I mean, that might actually be a better story at this point. <laughs> What's this writer's name? Edheim. Edheim. The Edheim trilogy. Yeah. Okay. They're all going to be linked up. So Benny is a frog, and then in in the new Dalek episode, it turns out the frog is Davros's dad. Oh my god! And that's why Benny was so important. Oh god! Please don't. Lots of planets have a Huddersfield. What's your What's your bet that Davros will be back in some capacity in the, the Christmas episode? Yeah, it's about time. Well, it's been like three years, three, four years. Yeah, but like, you know, his current thing is just... Wait, no, He really years. likes bringing in Shit. random characters like that. Davros coming back is one of the like highlights of 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 New Who. Because it was like, what? I wasn't expecting that. And it was full on like stolen Earth Davros. But it was like, every time that he's brought someone back, in my opinion, except for maybe ha- uh, Captain Jack... Captain Jack He's not done well. <laughs> um, it's always underused. All the like they need to. That's the thing. All of them. Like Davros, that's all right. I can't really remember it too well. Captain Jack and John Sims Master. Their returns were just no, uh, no, no. I only mean so, for, so for far. Chibnall. But... No, they, like oh, Chibnall. I only mean for Chibnall. No, John Sims. John Sims Master was good. It was just criminally underused. Wait, why, why even bother if you're not going to use him? Um, I mean, it's it's set an interesting story, though. We're still unclear as to where this 
master fits in with uh, John Sims master. I'm, but no, I'm when just Chibnall hoping that they things decide back? to retcon it and just have it as another universe still. Like, just keep going with that theory. Probably. <laughs> Could well be. I'll be fine with that. Um, who else has Chibnall brought back other than Jack? Oh, and the master. Ooh, it's a really interesting Actually, point. Actually, that's a good point. How, like, so technically my point is, I just dislike the master coming back. <laughs> pretty much. Wow. When um, the 13th Doctor faced uh, a limited capacity Dalek in, uh, in New Year's Day 2019, she didn't really care much. She didn't really give, give two shits, really. But when she faced the Cybermen, she was like... She was scared, man. She was shit. In all fairness... Like, like, the haunting of Villa, whatever it was, Dodati, is a really good episode. It's really well written, and it like sets up perfectly as to why she's scared, just based off that one line of "I will never let that happen to anyone again." Wait, which episode is it? The one with the Shelleys and what's his name? That's what the episode is called. The haunting of Villa Dodati. Jesus, I, I. I did not even know that that was... A, I, yeah. I don't even know what I thought the episode was called, to be honest. Dear uh, Daddy. Th- this is news to me. Like, I did not even know that that was an episode. It's a good episode, man. What? It was a good episode. I liked it. I liked it a lot. I mean, yeah, I mean, he just doesn't write good episode titles. Let's just leave it at that, but... No. I mean, it takes you wait away. wait till we get to the Battle of Ranskor Avkolos 2. No, two. no, no. That was a series finale. Like, let that sink in. Like, that was a series finale. It was so bad. It had Tim Shaw again, yep. didn't it? Didn't it? Yep. Tim Shaw came back. That was it. And then got shot. And then got killed sign. by a companion. <laughs> I always find a Doctor Who series can be measured by how self-contained it is. If it's self-contained within the series, it's generally, in my opinion, pretty bad. Uh, so to have the series opener villain be the finale villain as well, it's a very bad sign. I mean, I don't really... I, I prefer things having longer arcs, but like... I prefer longer arcs I'm, as well. I'm not like, I know people opposed like, hate it to the sometimes. whole thing of like having a closed-off series as such. But like... it. it so that's less so the thing. I think it just depends on how bad... The, the like villain is because generally the first episode of the series doesn't have a great villain. Series openers are usually pretty weak. The eleventh hour was good. Yeah, I kind of um, sit there on like kind of meh with the eleventh hour. Pilot was okay. Like him. Okay, let's Pilot go. Let's go good. through them then. So, Rose, good episode. Yep. New Earth. Uh, New Earth. Bad eh, episode. Yeah. Smith and Jones. That's a good episode. Yeah, right. I like Smith and Jones. Yeah. It's just fun, really. Um, Partners in Crime. Cute adipose. The rest of it was kind of like... Yeah. yeah, that was a weird episode. Um, the Lymph Hour, I really like. It's kind of... I, I, I'd prefer if the villain was slightly more interesting and it didn't have Amy in it. But that kind of goes for, <laughs> you know, Amy's period. I just remember the apple. I don't know why. I just remember the apple. Where they had like slow motion and there was like this apple with a face carved into it. It was kind of weird. God, I um, don't remember that. I think I need to rewatch. Yeah, that. I love the Impossible Astronaut. Oh no, I really dislike the Impossible Astronaut. Yeah, no, I love it. I love it and Dare the Moon. Love both of them. Nope, <laughs> absolutely not. Two of my fa- 
two of my favourite episodes. That, now that is a controversial uh, opinion, if I've ever heard one. Yeah, I, I love Series 6 in general. I don't um, like I Series 6 at all. Like, yeah, no, most people don't. Um, series 7, what did that open? Asylum oh, of the Daleks. That was, that was such an underused episode. Like, It just wasn't... I, I got really hyped for that. Asylum of the Daleks just isn't well written. Several should have been in it. I mean, there are so many things that should have been in that. Like, I've only just realised that technically the Dalek Emperor is in that, isn't it? I'm pretty sure the Dalek Emperor is on that fleet. Yeah. Or the, like, the Dalek Chairman or whatever they're calling it now. Yeah, I'm... But I I, I was literally thinking last week whilst watching, like, a clip from back in Eccleston's days of, wouldn't it be cool if they brought him back? And I just completely forgot that he was in that episode. <laughs> I'm gonna have to... He was, wasn't I'm gonna he? have to rewatch that thing to make sure now. I need to rewatch some new Who. I'm not going to rewatch um, the episode. I'm going to rewatch my... the clip because <laughs> that was a in my head. Episode. The Magician's Apprentice is like, and the Witch's Familiar are like blend, blurring him to one with the Asylum of the Daleks. I don't know how that. How happening. has that happened? They're like three years apart. <laughs> They're like three years apart with different doctors and companions and very and different just... stories. They've just blurred into one. Like I was thinking of Asylum of the Daleks, and I've got an image of Peter Capaldi sitting in Davros's chair, which was a good move. That was that was a that was a move. Like that was awesome. That, I was like, that yes. episode's good. I like that, that episode. It was, it was like out you come. Um, okay, let's carry on. Where were we? Um, series seven, Asylum of the Daleks. Deep breath. Series eight, Deep Breath. That was alright. Actually, breath. I quite liked it. Yeah, quite. Liked I don't really it. have any problems with so, the Capaldi, like openness. Very much like opens his era quite well. Deep breath, actually, and it was the last time we saw the 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 the, the squad in it. What are they the called? The squad that everyone still wants back, and I'm just sitting here like they weren't in that many episodes, and they weren't that great. They were, they really weren't, and it feels <laughs> like they were in it more recently than that. But deep breath, that was like six years ago. Um, who else? Um, what else came? What's after that? We've done the rest. We've done. So you've done which you've is, done uh, Magician's Apprentice. Magician's Apprentice. Then it's the pilot, the pilot, which I like. And then it's the woman who fell to Earth, which mm. I thought was okay, and you thought was rubbish. And then twelve, what was it? Oh, Spyfall. Spyfall yeah, fine. Is, yeah, it it could have been which it could have been better, but it wasn't bad. It, like the only reason why I don't think it was a great episode was just because of the ending. Because <laughs> I didn't like which the fact that the master the instantly season? turned into a caricature. His flying house. The <laughs> flying house is fine. I'm no problem with the flying house. That's quite edgy. That, that, to be um, fair, that's that was very like mastery-ish to me, just like parodying the Wizard of Oz. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, which series opener was best? Do you think? I'm gonna say, thinking about it now, probably Deep Breath. Deep Breath was good, but I think from an impactful level, Rose is probably the best, just because it's the first episode that you watch, sort of thing, and it doesn't make you want to stop, if that makes sense. No, far from it. It makes you really want to watch more. And, And it uses a fairly weak villain. Like, the Autons, like, they're... I haven't really... I've seen part of a spearhead from space. Like, they're interesting enough, but they're not, like, 
super interesting. It's just kind of like living plastic. It's not the most interesting thing that they could use, and they use that, and it works well. So. But Clive dies. It was Clive the guy who knew... Come on, Clive. Was Clive the guy that knew about the, the Doctor, that lived in the base? The first... Ca- the first casualty of New Who, Clive, yeah, the guy in the shed who knew about the Doctor. Yeah. The, Clive. The, guy, the guy that I just remember being on Waterloo Road. <laughs> Clive! You seem very oh attached to Clive. Gosh. Clive was one of the most underused characters in Doctor Who, and he dies in the first episode. And the whole sh- New Who exists because of Clive, to be honest. I want to do a whole episode where we analyse Rose as in the episode. Yeah, and sure. And I bet you'll realise Clive is the cornerstone of modern Doctor I'm Who. I'm not reading the book. <laughs> um, okay, so I think that's more or less enough for the first episode, but we're going to do Trial of a Time Lord next time. Oh my god, are we actually? So that's... Yeah, well, you said you wanted to. I was memeing, dude. <laughs> Do you want to, or do you want to grab a random episode? Oh, a random episode might be easier. I'm quite busy at the moment. <laughs> I don't think I'm going to be able to get through eight, 14 episodes. Jesus. All right, let's um. All right, let's pick a uh, pick a random. Okay, all right. I know what I'm saying. Pick a number between one and twenty-six. The answer is twenty-two. Okay, so we're looking at season 22. I don't think that's good. <laughs> narrowly, that narrowly avoids Trial of a Time Lord, which is 23. Oh, okay, no. Does that... Four... Oh, no. We're not in... Oh, God. There were six, there were six serials in season 22. So I'm going to ask it to pick a number between one and six. Ready? You pick a random number between one and six. It's five. <laughs> so we're going to be doing... It hasn't picked Time Lash, has it? It is Pick Time Lash. Oh, the, <laughs> our second episode. We're gonna be <laughs> We're gonna be talking oh if it was if it was five it would have been Revelation of the Daleks, which I love. Oh it's picked fucking Time Lash, dude. Time Lash. Time Lash <laughs> is is gonna We're gonna talk about How are we gonna talk about that for that long? <laughs> Two episodes, forty five minutes each. We can we can get that to one podcast episode. Oh my god. You should have stuck with Trial of a Time Lord, buddy. I should I should have done. Okay. Oh my god. So in episode two of Droplet Who, which should be airing hopefully about a month from now, in about four weeks, we're gonna be talking about Time Lash, episode one hundred and forty well no, story one forty one of classic Doctor Who. Um starring the sixth Doctor, um and Perry as the companion. Uh, first broadcast in 1985 so I'm going to watch that over the next four weeks and uh, I just remember so many bad things about this episode I haven't seen it, I've just heard the horror stories yeah, I haven't seen it either but I just remember people talking about it for so long can I just cancel my BritBox subscription? honestly, I might have heard before that Time Lash is frequently voted the worst episode of Doctor Who it's like very much considered the worst isn't it? (laughs) (laughs) oh my god my god right then so thank you for listening to uh the debut episode of droplet who we're still finding our feet but i enjoyed it um it's this 
and uh, <laughs> it's good to get some some new shows on the network. Uh, if you want to listen to more, um, remember to add us to your podcast app of choice. We'll be back in about four weeks. Uh, this is one of two shows currently on Droplet. You can find our website at droplet.fm. The other show is The Swim, which is in some ways similar to this, but I host it with Lex McCohen. So go check that out, and hopefully we'll get Clancy on there to talk about Star Wars at some point. Um, and uh, yeah, we will we will see you in, in four weeks' time. Thank you very much, Clancy, and we'll we'll be back soon. After watching this joy. <laughs> After timeless. Why don't you just read the book instead? Oh yeah, that, that's a good one. <laughs> How many pages is it? I don't even I don't know. know. I don't want to. I don't want to think about it. <laughs> Jesus. See you all. <laughs>